to podcast number 12 here at Slackerwood, where we'll be bringing you an interview with Aglyph Programming Director Jake Gonzalez, a lot of chit-chat about other film festival news, and a few uh, recommendations for upcoming events. I'm Jet Kernian. I'm Debbie Serta. And I'm Jen Brown. And our first news for today is um, festival announcements. This is just like crazy festival season in Austin is underway. Aglyph starts Tuesday. Tuesday. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Or we're recording it on Monday. It may be today. That's true. <laughs> on September 8th, Aglyph starts um, and runs through the 13th. Is that correct? Yes. yes. The 8th right to the 13th. 13th. Thank you. Um, and it will be at Alamo Draft House South Lamar this year. Yes, it will. Which is really cool. All of those films are online. You can see all of that stuff if I'm right. You can. Everything's on there. They're using B-Side again. So Great. You oh, can we see love all B-Side. That we do. <laughs> what is B-Side? B-Side. And that as is our, our audio, audio engineer. As our audio engineer, Chip Rosenthal, has just asked, B-Side is a company that um, does distribution. They also do uh, programming schedule websites for film festivals. They are going to do it for Aglyph, for Fantastic Fest, and for Austin Film Festival. So if you aren't familiar with them or don't have a login, you can go through all three festivals. You can make your own schedule. And, and the great thing about it is you have one logon for every film festival that you go to, so you don't have to make a new one, and you can put your own reviews and your ratings on there, which means anybody else can see them, which can help you figure out if that's a film you really want to go to. If you weren't sure about it, it might help you decide if you're still on the fence. Yeah. I love that feature. What yeah. I thought was interesting was having uh, someone come up to me at Fantastic Fest and say, how come you only gave me four stars and you gave Simon five? <laughs> so even directors are looking at the reviews and yeah. the feedback. And it's very, very helpful, not only for the festival itself. They know what films are actually getting the attention. The directors know, which helps the directors with the distributors, which means you're helping everybody in the whole process. So use it. All these festivals have and the B-side scheduling linked in with them. So if you right. go to fantasticfest.com or austinfilmfestival.com, mm -hmm. there's a little schedule link, and it takes you right to the B-side stuff mm -hmm. for that festival. Yes, it's Very integrated. Seamless. Yeah, yes. integrated into it as well. So, so speaking of film festivals, we also have uh, two other ones we were talking about. Also. Yes. Fantastic Fest runs from September 24th to October 1st. Yes. Um, we'll all be at that one. Um, Jen is going to be covering most of Aglyph for us. And Debbie will be handling Austin Film Festival for us, which is October 22nd to 29th. Yes, they had, uh, they've announced their first 10 films recently. Uh, you can actually go to our Slackerwood website to see Jet's uh, overview of those films that are going to be presented. Also related to Austin Film Festival, uh, this week on Wednesday, September 9th, Conversations in Film with John Lee Hancock is going on at the AT&T Conference Center at 6 p.m. Uh, so just go check out the Austin Film Festival website. And those, there's information there in regards to admission to the screening. And they will also they have a screening of A Perfect World yes. at that time. And we have that on our events calendar, too. So you can always just go to Slackerwood and get all that information. Mm -hmm. What are a couple of the films playing that they've announced for AFF? Well, one of the ones, uh, it's interesting, I think we've talked about music and film, was one of our uh, topics in the previous podcast. They will be featuring the Bob Byington's Harmony and Me, which has already played a number of film fests this year, including Cine Vegas, uh, LAFF, Traverse City Film Fest. But it'll be the first time here in Austin. 
Uh, it includes Justin Rice in the title role, but you also see some local musicians, Austin area filmmakers and actors, including Bob Schneider. With uh, some of you may know Bob's name. He's doing a lot of solo work now, but worked with Ugly Americans, Joe Rockhead, The Scabs, or just a few of his projects. Yes. And another one um, I wanted to just mention because I had done the art, uh, blog post last week about uh, the panels and the one that was on screenwriting is that also Robert Townsend's documentary, Why We Laugh, will play at the festival. Uh, this is a documentary. Uh, the documentary tells from the script. It's about screenwriting, and it's most appropriate kind of for a film festival. That's always, you know, that's one of the great things about awesome film yeah. festivals. It's, it's always had really great workshops and panels and seminars, great for screenwriters, which, you know, that's something that I was noticing when I was looking through the South by uh, Southwest comments for film panels was we need more screenwriting. Yeah. Well, AFF started as a screenwriters conference um, back in and when it the was day. the Heart of Texas. And Austin Heart of Texas Screenwriters Contest, uh, Screenwriters Conference and Film Festival. And it's still its focus. It's yeah. just changed the name for the most part. Um, Which is why half the writers from L.A. come to Austin for about a week. <laughs> well, Fantastic Fest is also going to be... They're, they haven't quite finished announcing their lineup, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they're announced, they, were, they were going to announce today, Monday, but they're now announcing Tuesday morning, first thing in the morning, we hope the last wave of announcements, so there's going to be a bunch more titles to talk about, so your Twitter is going to explode. Yes. Don't know what's going to be on there. But there's The couple returning, uh, some filmmakers we've seen in the past will be there. Uh, definitely at least one I know of. I can't talk about it just yet, but I'm excited. Someone, it, it's, let's just say we have a lot more visitors from across the pond. Uh, more folks coming over from uh, some of the uh, areas such as Sweden, Denmark, Spain that are going to be part of the film festival again, which is great cool. that Tim really works hard to get out there. Tim Lee gets out there and gets to all the film festivals across, and they go to France for Cannes and uh, just sort of shopping around to bring what they can to the U.S., so it's really nice. Yeah, all their programmers, they have several programmers who get around, mm -hmm. um, like I think Todd Brown is still programming. For them, he edits Twitch, uh, twitchfilm.net, an excellent website about genre films mm -hmm. if you haven't visited it you really should one more sort of festival related bit of news which is that if you saw mine at south by southwest this is a documentary about um lost pets during katrina and what happened to them and so, re, um, reuniting them with their owners mm -hmm. and it just got distribution theatrical Great. dvd and vod with a small indie distribution company called film movement Oh. So keep an eye out for that. Well, and one of the things that you can look forward to this week from me is a DVD review of Trouble the Water. It was just released last week on a DVD that you can get it. And I really like the extras in it. I think that um, the film's, you know, fairly decent. I'll talk more about it in my review. But the extras are kind of make it. You really get a lot more of understanding of the motivation and a lot of what what was going on then for some of these folks as well as what's happened since then and this is kind of a you know an important time to be to be looking watching some of these movies because I mean we're coming up on the first anniversary of Hurricane Ike for us and yes. uh, four years for Katrina as well as Rita so well Trouble the Water cinematographer was PJ Raval who is in Austin and who is a filmmaker and cinematographer and who is also on the board of directors for Agliff how is that for a segue? That is a segue. And Aglyph, um, Jen has the opportunity to chat with Jake Gonzalez. I did. The, it, it 
we had a very long, wonderful conversation and got to hear a lot about what's going on. And one of the things that impressed me is that ACLIF is actively working on being more than just a once a year festival. You may have noticed at the Alamo Ritz, there's been a couple AGLIF-sponsored programs. Yeah. Well, that's now going to become a monthly event. That's great. So you'll see titles from previous festivals, possibly the current festival, and that's interesting. But they're also doing a youth-related program, and that's one of the slots in the schedule this year is specifically for a, a training that they did with Students split it up into two groups, one for documentary and one for a feature, but it had to be related to the gay, lesbian, transgendered experience from their point of view. Very excited about that. They sound very, very interesting. I'm looking forward to hearing more about those. And one of the, the, the documentary title is That's So Gay. About oh, that phrase. <laughs> and about how hurtful that phrase can yeah. be and how it's used. And their experience as... Students in a high school, for example, when you're hearing phrases like that, how it's different, even though there's been a... Okay, that was totally my fault. <laughs> new even, phone, new phone. <laughs> even though there's been a lot of uh, advancement towards acceptance of people who are different who by their sexual orientation, it's different now. It's not necessarily better. Now, so I'm looking forward to, to seeing more about that. Now, when is when is this playing during Acliff? This is on Saturday, I believe, and now I've completely forgotten the time. And I'm not seeing it on the schedule now. All Not right. bad. Jen will look it up very quickly. Now, the thing about Acliff is you don't have to have the pass. A lot of these you can buy tickets. Yeah, tickets are $10, but a badge is only 40 So if you're planning on seeing more than four, four, oh, four films, is, go. That's great. And it's also, you have a badge, you get preferential seating. And you want your preferential seating. Okay, Saturday the 12th. So my bad, I should have had that listed out. But this is supposed to be a labor-free weekend, and it's been very <laughs> full of labor. So the first film is a documentary called That's So Gay. And the second film is a feature called La Vida Bella, about a 17-year-old biracial gay teen who's contemplating suicide. So, tough subject matter, made by students, and hopefully in the near future there'll be more information about partnerships related to the Queer Youth Media Project. Now, does the badge also get you into the opening and closing night parties? They believe they have a tiered structure for the badges. You can see on the AGLIF website, which is agliff.org. And you can see all that there. Um, they do have an interesting opening night film called I Can't Think Straight, which is about a Jordanian woman and an Indian woman in the UK who are having to deal with their attraction and relationships and marriage. And I have not yet seen that, although the screener is sitting over by the TV. <laughs> needs to be seen. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, one of the movies at Aglyph this week, and that's The Baby Formula. Uh, I've seen the trailer. It just it really looks funny. It thinks uh, I I have uh, some friends who currently are going through a pregnancy pregnancy as well, and I really thought it was just interesting how this has taken a step beyond. It's about two two women who are in love and they want to have their own biological child, but rather than go to a sperm bank or such, they they get involved in this experimental process where they take their own stem cells to make sperm out of. So it's actually womanly sperm. Wow. Wow, that's not a phrase I've heard ever. <laughs> yeah, and so, so I, just what I saw, it's, it's very humorous. I think that, you know, 
it's interesting to take the serious, you know, kind of take the serious matter and to look at, you know, the, the, just kind of the humor in it, I suppose you would say, because as I said, it, it, it's, you know, doing it, going through this process for two women who are in a marriage together or in a uh, union, it's very difficult to go through this process sure. as it is. So it's, I think it's kind of refreshing that there's sort of this, you know, women can do this, uh, women couples can do this as well. And I think that I know uh, several, you know, several friends who would definitely be interested to watch this film as well. Now, is that trailer available on the Aglev site through the, through the B-side schedule? Yes, yes okay. it is. Mm -hmm. And that's the other good side to B-side as you frequently have trailers. If they're available, they're on the site. Yeah. And, and so the Baby Formula is screening Wednesday, September 9th at 6.45. And uh, as we said earlier, these are all at Alamo South Lamar. Uh, so it's going to be in Lamar 1, which I think is one of the larger theaters, I believe. Uh, well, the theater designations are not specific to the theater the festival designations don't necessarily match the festival, the Alamo designations. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Good to know. Because oh. I know it says on, on the side, it said Lamar South 1, 2, and 3. It's the ones set aside for, for Igloo. But I'm, right, I'm right. suspecting that for most of these films, they're going to be using at least one of the big theaters, specifically for uh, a film on Saturday at 4.45 called Hannah Free, which is starring... Sharon Glass, who you may remember from Cagney and Lacey, or as the fabulous Debbie on Queer as Folk. Or, and she or, or the mom on <laughs> Yes, on Burden I love her on Burden Which is very similar to the, the mom she played on Queer as Folk, ironically. Um, but she will actually be there in attendance. So if you want to go see that one, I recommend you get your badge because it's going to be a guaranteed sellout. And another film to mention, just because it's got an interesting little history, I, when I was talking with Jake, he mentioned that Antique was originally submitted to Fantastic Fest, but it didn't really fit into the program, so Tim League sent it over to Agliff saying, hey, you guys want to check it out. And that one is actually based on a manga. Is that how you pronounce that? Manga? manga? Um, Japanese I, anime. The book is book manga, for, yeah. and the anime is... I, yeah. I don't read them, so I don't know. But apparently, it's a great little film. Everybody loves it. And when you get your guide for Agliff, just to point out, anything that says it is a programmer's pick, it means four out of four people loved it, possibly more on second oh, viewing. Wow. Great. So that means it's a unanimous pick. Well, let's hear a little bit from um, your conversation with Jake Gonzalez, who's the programming director for Agliff this year. I think it's his first year. It is his um, first year. And let's hear a little, some, we're going to hear some excerpts from, from that interview now. I try to do my work from a social justice framework, mm -hmm. but there's a limit to what even I can do, because I'm beholden to what we receive. Mm -hmm. So we received 400 films this year. I have no control over what those filmmakers made. There was a crapshoot of what you're going to receive and who got funding. So from a social justice framework, people of color and women filmmakers have a harder time getting access to the equipment and resources necessary to make a film. So by default, we are going to receive less. But, very different this year. Still lacking in people of color, I think. But 48 of the 98 films that we are showing are of lesbian interest of some sort. Either have a lesbian in them, relate to issues affecting lesbians, have a woman in them. Uh, something that mm -hmm. we felt that Lesbian would want to go see that. I noticed it seemed to be a pretty interesting and diverse programming in terms of nationality, 
subject matter, documentary versus narrative yeah. content. And, and that will actually, and it will always fluctuate, but it will hopefully change next year as well. We're moving to um, a no screening fees, no screening fees, no entry fee. Like people right now have to pay an entry mm. fee to get their film seen, which is a terrible policy for an international film festival because you have people. The United States is really the only country in the world where its film festivals charge people to submit a film. So people in other countries look at the United States and go, wow, I'd really like to screen at the Austin Game Lesbian International Film Festival, but they want $25 to submit my film when I could send it to as many people as I want in Europe for free. Just pay for shipping. Like, it didn't make sense. So what I'm hoping is by opening it up, just saying, send us your work and we will evaluate it. I'm hoping that we'll get a lot more international. So it's just funny to see what's happening and where. And the issues change too, which I think mm -hmm. is funny. Like right around, I mean, marriage has always been kind of a big thing, but I do know last year we had several international documentaries about marriage, about people who were fighting for marriage in their own mm -hmm. countries. So it's funny to see how the films kind of, they run about a year behind, because of course you have to shoot it as right. it's happening and edit it and everything. So we always get, but we are also doing the Saturday morning cartoons. It's the first time in English history that we are doing a program specifically for children. Either children of LGBT parents or children of allied parents or LGBT children themselves. Um, the nice thing is that even that program is very diverse in that two animated, one live action. One is about a young Latina dealing with uh, her own gender identity issues of like, five or six, like everybody's calling her a tomboy mom. at school, and having to deal with that at home with her mom. Her mom's great, of course, because they mm -hmm. made it. Um, there's Dottie's Magic Pockets, which has, um, shut up, David. It's like <laughs> Blue's Clues. Mm -hmm. um, but it's got great racial diversity in it. There's lesbian moms, gay dads, um, puppets. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, David. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there's Buddy G, My Two Moms and Me. Um, which, I mean, it's just Buddy G, and he's like this young, rambunctious kid, and he, love this, happens to have two moms. Is the entire way the thing is constructed. So it's, it's not a, it's not made a big deal, but we know that it is going to be a big deal for people to see themselves on screen mm -hmm. and be able to relate. Uh, and that is likely to be, say, I could say sold out, it's going to be packed because it's also a free screen. And that, by free, open to everybody? Okay. Yeah. So that wasn't free for parents and kids. Oh, that, I should rephrase that. Admission is free for children and their adult guests. <laughs> Sorry, I'm the awesome. He's the money guy. Can you tell? Um, well, then we have Sharon Gless coming from Cagney and Lacey fame. Really? She's starring in a film called Hannah Free, which in a nutshell is two women that fell in love way back when it wasn't okay, maintained kind of this secret affair while one of them went off and got married and had children. They both end up in the same nursing home and trying to come out and deal with their relationship and keep it secret, but not keep it secret. Oh. That was Jen Brown interviewing David Sweeney, executive director of AGLIF. Jen also talked with Jake Gonzalez, the programs director for the film festival. Let's hear some of that. Literally wonderful to work with. And they really fit into our overall goal, which is 
um, making the film festival as international as possible film-wise and as local as possible when we look for sponsors, like having the Driscoll Hotel and doing this at the Alamo Draft House. And, it, it, I mean, there's some sponsors we have, like American Apparel, which are, you know, American-made clothes, and trying to make it um, as strong for the economy and often as possible. And so working with the Alamo is such a huge part of that. It's like the centerpiece, and it would be different if we had to go to something like a Lowe's Cinema or some other nationally owned chain. And just a reminder that Aglyph is running starting on September 8th, um, and we'll run through the 13th at Alamo South Lamar. And check the website to see what other guests will be there, because there will be quite a few. Good. And they, also, they always have great parties, so this is a great festival for movie and party week. Um, of other upcoming fests in town, we haven't mentioned one that I had wanted to go to last year and missed out. Cause it, and this year it's the same weekend as Austin Film Festival. And probably make her fair at the same. You know, just make my life difficult. Um, mm-hmm. This is Seguin Film Festival out I in Seguin. Didn't know they had one. Well, see, now they have one. Um, and you go to Google, type in Seguin Film Festival. You get all the information you want. Mostly short films. Um they, they do tend to show a fair amount of Texas short films. And it's so it's part of their arts festival that weekend. And I had so much fun going out to New Braunfels for the day and doing part of Texan dance. I would love to go to Seguin for the day and, and check that out. So that may happen, depending on what AFF schedule's like. But, you know, if you're in greater central Texas, you may want to give that a try this year. But as I say, Austin Film Festival is also that same week. It starts on October 22nd through the 29th. And one of the things I wanted to mention is that if you can't actually get to one of these festivals, there are other opportunities to see these films. Fantastic Fest last year featured some of the films online. Um, I, was, I think the dot was it Dr. Oh, I can't remember the name of it now. But um, there are several of them that, were, that you could go on to, the, to their site and be able to view. And speaking of video on demand, I know that you mentioned uh, earlier about, uh, was it the film? Mine will probably get video on demand. Right. Release. And so uh, through Synetic Film Buff, uh, I'd heard this week about Tickling Leo, which is coming out, and it stars Eli Wallach, who I believe oh, cool. is like 92, 93 years old. And it was really interesting. When I first looked at it, when I started to see the trailer, I thought, this is on Golden Pond, but with a lot of men. But uh, once you kind of get through a little bit of the trailer, you understand that there's kind of this hidden family secrets and turn out that it's related to um, the uh, true event that had happened where the, it was the Kastner train rescue of uh, Hungarian Jews back in 1943. So it looks really interesting. It's available on Amazon Video On Demand. It was released, um, it, it is showing in New York and other places, but not here in Austin. Uh, so it's a great way to see that, as well as a couple other films. And you found that on, I Synetic believe you go on to Twitter, and mm-hmm. the account is Synetic Film Buff. Right, which we know that the person mm-hmm. behind that is Matt Dentler, who right. his name is probably familiar to y'all as both uh, having been with South by Southwest Film Festival. He was director of that for many years, as well as he, he was a pro, did programming for Fantastic Fest and still helps them out with uh, some of their events. Speaking of festivals, please, and, and Twitter, speaking of festivals and Twitter, check out our Twitter account. This is a great time to mention it. Uh, Slackerwood, very easy to remember. Mm-hmm. And 
in addition, um, we will have so all kind. We're posting all kinds of training tips for these festivals and interesting place, interesting information about where to eat, where to go, what to do. Uh, Jen has been doing several of these for Fantastic Fest, and we'll do more as we get mm -hmm. closer to the event. And Debbie will probably do some for Austin Film Festival. Oh, so. and we will have a special. I don't know when because I have to arrange the the tour, but we will have a special tour of the highball which is going to have a soft opening just for us for Fantastic Fest. Great. So. Um, I want to I be on that tour. <laughs> I, I will see what we can do. We'll have plenty of pictures from that, and of course from all the festivals and, and coverage. Uh, let's talk real briefly about some upcoming events this week that we'd like to promote. Um, you know that I cannot get away without telling you all to go to the Essential <laughs> Cinema Series from Austin Film Society because it is Billy Wilder and Billy Wilder's later films. And it starts on September 8th, so if you're not doing Aglyph, go to the Ritz and hang out with me. We will be watching 123, his uh, film about Berlin, right as the Berlin Wall is coming down. Um, mm -hmm. Other films that are really great in the series are Kiss Me Stupid on September 22nd. Yes, I already have my ticket. And The Fortune Cookie. And so, that means I actually get to see that before Fantastic, or yeah, before Fantastic it's Fest. It's before Fantastic. Kiss Me Stupid is before Fantastic Fest. And one, so two, three, I can't make. All have to go see it with me. Well, my pick happens to be related to camels. The I see. closing night party and screening for the summer film series at the Paramount is, of course, Lawrence of Arabia. It's not the final showing, but it is the closing night party, which they're having some festivities outside of the, the building, outside of the Paramount, including live camels. So that's on the 10th. Check out Slackerwood for more details. So it's Thursday but, the 10th? Yes. Great. Yes, we, want, we have our, that should be on our events calendar, and if you aren't keeping an eye on our events calendar, you should, because we are posting just about everything in there. We're trying mm -hmm. to be as complete as we can. If you don't see it on there, please drop us a line and we'll be happy to include it. And Debbie, what are you planning to look at in the next week? Uh, well, this week I'm looking forward to a special event that's going on at Lizona Rosa on Saturday. It's a special screening of Lightning Strikes. Uh, this is a movie that's actually a sci-fi channel original, but it's a special screening to benefit Scare for a Cure, which you may have uh, as I've mentioned a few times on our website, it's a local organization, and it will be hosted by Scare for Your Organization, but um, the founder of that is The Diffuser, who some of you may know from the Who Wants to Be a Superhero. He was the winner for, uh, for season two. So he'll be there, most likely in his Diffuser outfit, promoting uh, Scare for a Cure and the Haunt this year. And that's going to be a lot of fun, and there'll be refreshments, and they're having a, just asking for a donation at the door. Great, great. Plenty to choose from. So you've been listening to podcast number 12. I'm Jack Kernion. I'm Jen Round. I'm Debbie Serta. And our audio engineer is the wonderful Chip Rosenthal. Bye. See you next time.